The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with you always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is a continuation of this past Sunday's Gospel reading, a continuation of the story of the Emmaus disciples from Easter Sunday afternoon, Jesus walking with them along the road. From Luke chapter 24, verses 25 to 31, Jesus said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. My dear friends in Christ, wouldn't it be great if all of a sudden, sometime later today, the one of the scientists whose doctor or doctors who's working with this COVID-19 to try to figure out an answer or a solution, if suddenly today one of those doctors or scientists would say, ah, there's the answer right in front of me. Here's the vaccine. Here's the way to totally eradicate this virus. I doubt very much that anyone is going to say something like that, and I doubt that anyone expects or even hopes for something like that. Want to see something, but what we probably figure is that it's going to take a lot more work and probably more time than we wish, but sooner or later the doctors, the scientists, they'll find some sort of a vaccine, some sort of an answer so that we can deal with this and get our lives kind of back to normal again. But I doubt very much that anyone is ever going to say, ah, there was the answer right in front of me, but I just couldn't see it. When we think about the Emmaus disciples, the other disciples, the women, and all of those early believers in the New Testament church, all of those people really could have said, ah, there's the answer, it's Jesus, he's always been right there in front of me. Always right in front of me. And see now, Actually, in our lives, that's, that's true for us too. The Emmaus disciples, all those early believers, we too, when we think about Jesus, we can say, 
always right there in front of me. Jesus isn't really a hidden vaccine, a hidden answer to sin and all of life's problems. He's always right there in front of me. And now unbelief or a weakness of faith might hide him from us, from us at times, but Jesus is always right in front of me. After the two Emmaus disciples had given Jesus a report of everything that had happened in Jerusalem about how Jesus had been arrested, put on trial, abused and beaten and crucified, how he was buried, and how he had somehow or other mysteriously disappeared on Easter Sunday morning and they didn't know how that was and, and all of their hopes were dashed to pieces, their hopes that Jesus was supposed to be the one to redeem Israel. Well, after that, Jesus said to them, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. When Jesus said they were foolish, it's not like he was speaking to them and saying you're stupid or you're dumb, numb skulls. Actually, here with this phrase, it appears that what Jesus was just simply saying to them is that they weren't understanding, that they weren't grasping what was going on. And, and with his words, it was maybe more of an encouragement for them to stop doubting and to believe what Jesus had been teaching them and what the scriptures, the Old Testament, had said to them. Jesus said, don't you realize that everything that happened happened so that I could redeem Israel? That is to really redeem Israel, not to restore Israel to its powerful position as a nation, but to redeem Israel, to buy us back from Satan and sin. Then Jesus had a couple hour Bible information class with those two disciples. Our reading says, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. himself. He went through various prophecies in the Old Testament showed how they pointed to the Savior, how they were fulfilled in the Savior, and, and he explained to them what the scriptures really mean when it talked about redeeming Israel, like I said, buying us back from Satan and sin. Well, the, the scriptures don't record for us the exact message, the full message that, that Jesus shared with those two disciples that day, his entire Bible information class. And, and I suppose when we look back here, we might just say, boy, I wish, I wish that the Holy Spirit had inspired Luke to record that entire message for us. 
But perhaps there's a reason that, well, there had to be a reason for that not being recorded for us, and perhaps the reason was this, that what maybe the Holy Spirit wants us to do is to do the exact same thing that Jesus did there, going back to the to Moses, the first five books of the Bible, and looking at, well, it says here, he began with Moses and all the prophets and explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning themselves, himself. If we'd go back to Moses and the prophets and go through all of the words of scripture and go through all of those things over and over and over again of what was said about Jesus, and his message, his mission for us. Oh, what a blessing that would be for us. And now, as this was happening, as Jesus was sharing God's word, as he was opening God's word to them, don't you think that those two disciples were saying or thinking to themselves something like this? Oh, I get it now. I'm beginning to understand. This is wonderful. This is what the scriptures had always talked about. And it was always right in front of me. As we study the scriptures in, in our worship, in our Bible classes, on our own you know what the Holy Spirit does is he does basically the same thing for us. That same thing can happen for us that like those two disciples, we can be saying or thinking to ourselves, oh, I get it now. I'm understanding this better. This is wonderful. This is what the scriptures have always said. And it's always been right in front of me. Jesus is my Savior. He lived and died to pay for my sins. And now I can go to heaven. It's always been right in front of me. When the Jesus and the two disciples got to Emmaus, it's not surprising that those two disciples wanted Jesus to stay with them. And now I've often run into situations kind of like this when I've done Bible information classes with people. I've heard people who've said to me, oh, this is so wonderful that the Holy Spirit is opening the scriptures to us. And they love being in the class. And of course, when they said that, I'd say, well, now remember, stay close to the Savior and his word so that you can continue in that joy. And well, the fact of the matter is, is that some of them listened and they continued in the word and I could continue to see that joy in their hearts that the Holy Spirit gave them and some of them, well, maybe they didn't continue to be close to the Savior and his word and, and then that joy kind of faded and their struggles and troubles in life kind of increased but you stay close to the Savior and his word 
Stay close to the Savior and His Word. He'll always give you the help and the strength that you need to get through any trial or trouble in this life. And what He'll also do is help you to keep on saying, Oh, I get it now. I'm understanding this better. This is wonderful. This is what the scriptures have always been saying to me. And it's always right in front of me. What a reason to keep on turning to the word of God for the joy, blessings it gives us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, as we have been looking at the two Emmaus disciples, we see how, how the Holy Spirit opened up the scriptures to them, how they were thrilled to, to grasp what was always right in front of them and how it gave them such joy. And, and as we look at those two disciples, we know that that can be us too. When we're close to you, when you're close to your word, we can have that same joy, that hope, because you, dear Savior, you're always right in front of us. Help us to be like those Emmaus disciples who, well, they wanted Jesus to stay with them and well, help us always to want to be close to you, dear Jesus, and your word and to be so richly blessed. We pray this in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Shared with you yesterday that I do have some videos called The Road to Emmaus produced by our synod that, that do give us a little bit of a picture of this story of Jesus and the disciples and gives us a little bit of a taste of what that Bible information class could have been like with Jesus and those two disciples. If you'd like a copy, please let me know. If you know somebody you'd like to share a copy with, please let me know that too. The Lord bless and keep you always.